0: It's the Mustachio Podcast, we're ready for the show, we'll watch moves, we'll make some jokes, and then we'll all go home, navigating the legendary
1: hairy upper list. a question. Okay. Go ahead. So, how old were you when you first went to to summer camp? Do you remember? Uh, Yeah. I first went to summer camp in sixth grade, actually. Oh, my God. They send you at the weirdest fucking age. I know. It's the worst fucking age to do that shit, man. Like, we're all fucked up. Like, my dick's weird. Like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what's going on. I, I know, like, I know it, it. One night, we were like, we got to go sneak out and go to the girls' camp. But I didn't even know why. Oh, you just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, and I rallied yeah. the troops. I got all the dudes. I'm like, we got to go sneak over to the girls' camp. It, 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 it night nighttime when people aren't around. And I had no clue why.
0: That. <laughs> I I believe it. I think yeah. it's a herd mentality. You're now part of a unit. <laughs> you're part of. A penis unit. Your, your job <laughs> but, the, is... but the
1: problem was, I was leading the penis unit, and I had no idea what the fuck the point was. I just Some... knew I had to like rally the the troops and get the fuck over there.
0: Those are like the best leaders. <laughs>
1: no, they're not. You just they're kind the of leaders, man. kind of
0: plug in the mission and they get it done. They don't even care what. The... No, <laughs> they don't even no. care what's.
1: <laughs> that's a terrible. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, it is. But you know. Yeah, we were all the, in sixth grade. The, the
1: funniest one that I went to um, was I went to a Christian summer camp. Oh, no. <laughs> Which, for me, that's fucking hysterical. Uh, but, like, and it was so stupid because it was basically, like, ignore all the kids all day. And then at night, like, after you ate, there was, like, a fire thing, pit, whatever. And then they're, yeah. like, trying to tell you about um, the, that guy, Jesus. But then the rest of the day, everybody's unsupervised. And I'm like, man, this is, this is like some primo uh, fingering uh, <laughs> that can happen. <laughs> I mean, basically.
0: Yeah. The exorcist said it best. Let Jesus fuck you. Yep. <laughs> Let Jesus finger you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm well, sure Jesus there's a kid. was named...
1: working in the kitchen. He wasn't. <laughs> where <Jesus>. where... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Poor guy. That's where I grew up, man. I don't know. It, it sucked, <laughs> man. It was terrible. No, but it's sadly true. <laughs> no, nah, there was. Okay. I, you know what? I, actually, I just thought about it. There was one Latino kid in my school, Hector. He was cool with Oh, milk. yeah.
0: That's a classic yeah. Latino name, too, Hector. Hector.
1: Hector Diaz. He was a good dude, man. Yeah. Hector Diaz.
0: It would have been funny if he had, like, a strong accent for no reason.
1: Yeah, he he was just like, I I quite appreciate fish and chips, sir. (laughs) Why, hello, Eduardo. Long time no (laughs) see. He's a good dude, man. He's just very passionate. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I mean, I didn't get my first white friend until my junior year in high school.
1: You sure they were your friend?
0: Yeah, yeah, he was legit. He was dope. They were like down. just
1: keeping you around, uh, just in case some, they got in trouble. Were like, eating. nah, he
0: was from the hood, so like he didn't even know <laughs> oh, how white he was. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: dude. That's you know what though. That's that's the best friend to have, right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, but, we
0: we used to call him Pinky, poor guy, because we just figured his dick was pink.
1: Yeah. Pinky, you know what? That's the that's the old Chappelle show bit. The like somebody got to talk to the cops. Pinky, get over here.
0: Yeah, Pinky, take care of this, please. He was blonde, blue-eyed, just perfect <laughs> oh, Aryan race kid. Oh my god! Ooh. Yeah, loved him. I'm not oh, even Josh.
1: That white. Damn. Yeah,
0: he was. He was a good, good guy. Good guy. Very loyal. That's cool. But uh <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah, you're like my uh,
1: ninth. My ninth. <laughs> I'm your ninth. White friend, is that what this yeah, is? Yes. y'all are trying to qualify like numbers. Damn. But
0: but you know what, you're one of my favorites, baby. <laughs> yeah, most well, of been filled by the white by the wayside. You're you're one of the top top notches, man. I you're, yeah, you're going to stay of, there for a while.
1: A lot of us just will be friends with you, so we can say you know.
0: Yeah, like, and look, then they kind of they get I've got a Latino
1: and, friend, and it's yeah. you know.
0: Yeah, they move on because your interests change. Like you know, especially as soon as you get into like after college and you've started your career and it's about like golfing mm. and corporate shit, they fade off. Uh, I stopped talking to those friends, but it's, I feel like us in the podcasting world, we're going to be annoying each other for quite some time.
1: I think so. And it's like I said, you're not even a human being until you're 25. Uh, totally. Until then, you're you're insane. Like you haven't figured you out, let alone you Plus other people. Yes.
0: And ironically, it's super hard. It's weird. You have like this window to make like a real true friend that you can really relate to because you're like 25, you realize who you are. But then once you're like 35, even maybe 30, super difficult to make close yeah. friends. It's just very tough because every kind of everyone's kind of in their silo, their little family bubble, and yeah. it's tough. But podcasting has surprisingly – Made that much easier for me. I've met so many cool people in there, you know, that are around my age group. And I'm like, hey, cool. I got all these friends that, like, I can go and hang out in their city.
1: (laughs) No, no, totally. Like, like, I mean, that's what I was saying. Like, the whole reason I got into podcasting is because we got on this fucking lockdown. And, like, I'm. Yeah. I'm one of these weird extrovert people. Like, I heard people describe the difference between an introvert and an extrovert like this. Like, an introvert. It takes their energy to go interact with people and they gotta go home and be alone to recharge, yeah, and then an extrovert like they gotta go out and they gotta interact and hang to get charged up so they can deal with going home and being alone, oh, I never thought of it that way, yeah, and that's the thing like I never did like when I heard that description of introverts, it fucked me up because I was like, i don't how was that like possible like my whole thing is going out and talking to people and doing shit you know like i don't i don't i don't get it but then like my wife is an introvert so
0: yeah like i have amazing soft skills and i am basically i have amazing (laughs) extroverted skills but i'm actually kind of introverted i actually do need alone time to to sort of recharge okay which is kind of amazing i think that it's cool to meet somebody that's you know can see that from a different perspective because i see you as an incredibly analytical intelligent creative person now that that happens <laughs> but but that happens to have incredible oh. incredible social skills too no so.
1: no i've tricked you sir I have tricked you like I have tricked everyone I don't know. else.
0: The fact that you're like so you're into like cooking
1: and like that is a bunch of like, other things that cooking that, is math it's following steps. Exactly that's Man, analytics that's, that's like that's looking at analytical. details. Analytical That's following That's like saying right foot red left foot But every green. time you cook
0: you're thinking about what could make it better. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's analytics right? A
0: little bit. I, a little I, bit.
1: I, I guess, a little bit. Yeah. It's you know what's down. not analytics, though, is this bitch Judy. <laughs> I was waiting for you to try the transition. <laughs> nah, I'm just playing, man. <laughs> it's your show, man. I'm I'm not the host, so you do you do. No, get.
0: I know. I, 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 keep, I I'm gonna keep what I what I keep, but I
1: just I just like I just like talking to you, man. I like I like the bullshitting too, man. I I honestly think like in the end whatever i do with the with the podcast is going to end up devolving into there's just no even discussion about a movie anymore it's just like people talking <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah so Judy just, you know, one thing I like about Judy does is she Judy she,
1: Judy Judy. She throws her pillow at Angela,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then goes over to get it back from her.
1: <laughs> this bitch, that's a prison move, by the way. <laughs> that shit, like I, I've never been to jail or arre- I almost got arrested a couple oh, of times. Me too. But, yeah. Well, that's some shit of the like. It's the Half Life Two thing. Like I'm gonna oh, knock yeah. over the can until you pick it up.
0: Oh, man, she just plays this character so well. And then she gives Aww. Angela some shit about th- this. Is when we learn as the viewer that she's not showering with the other girls. Mm-hmm. You know, she showers at off times, like early in the morning when no one's around. And she gives us some shit about it. And it's, you know, we're kind of like, okay. But um, the other uh, camp person, that's one of the older ones, uh, kind of calms it all down and, and tries to sympathize with her. And I think Judy ends up slapping her in the face.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Meg. But here's the – I love Judy's line that makes her get slapped in the face, which is like, oh, Angela, you're just a carpenter's dream. Flat as a board and needs a screw. And I'm like, oh, damn, Judy. That was 83. That was rough.
0: Yeah, I I can't imagine a – 17 year old girl f- thinking of something like that but it's it coming
1: out of her mouth and the way she says it it's fucking woof. Uh, yeah it's per- like some old like cat skills comedian shit yeah right like
0: you could tell like some <laughs> some <laughs>
1: some creative writer thought of this but yeah. but
0: yes it is, it is crazy coming out of her mouth and then Angela just steps she stands up and says I'm gonna go look for my cousin on the yeah. back the d-bag dude's fucking oh my god <laughs> I got to admit, like, even I kind of would have laughed if they really did land it. Because I, t- yeah. I can't help it. Like, I'd like to watch, like, kids getting hurt and shit like that on Instagram or, t- oh, or TikTok. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah it yeah, is that's... some of the funniest shit. Again, Jackass might be, other than Borat, the funniest shit on a, like, guttural level. Yes. Like I've said before, the, the scene where... I forget who it is, but he's in this pit with a fucking ram, and he's got a tuba, and he's just like, (laughs) and then the ram is chasing his ass. It makes no fucking sense. Hysterical. The hardest I've laughed in years. It's it's
0: taking physical comedy to another level.
1: Yes, (laughs) and it's these stupid assholes throwing water <laughs> balloons at each other on the roof. No reason for them to be on the fucking roof at all. Yeah, that's like right. I didn't even think about complete that. Complete assholes, man. And I love she walks out, Angela walks out and one of them just fucking domes her. The <laughs> balloon. It's so perfect. And they just all
0: you know what's funny is that they weren't trying to piss off Ricky, because it's not like he, they didn't know no. that he would even see it. They literally no. were just doing this for their own entertainment. They know that yeah. Angela's, you know, different, and so they were kind of fucking I, with her. And they just cracked so, the fuck up, belly up, and then fucking
1: Ricky, oof, his reaction. So, my last year, my last day of my last year of high school, I, I hit a broad in the face with a ball of Crisco. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, so there was, the, like I said, I grew up in this hick town. I moved back to the hick town, and then fucking everybody hated my ass, right? So especially the hicks, like the, the, the shit kickers. But the thought you thought you were
0: like a traitor or turncoat?
1: Well, no, I mean, because I went out and I got into metal and shit, so I came in with, like, my chains oh, and shit. Oh, you
0: weren't, yes, you weren't blended, yeah. You weren't the status quo.
1: Right, right. So I was the first dude to come back to this school looking fucked up. And then all of a sudden all the kids that they were like bullying and picking on because they weren't the cool rich kids or the whatever shit kicker kids, they all are around me and they're all like, All right, well we're gonna be these fucked up kids too. Oh yeah. So then we're all like smoking our like weird, stupid like dejarum blacks and shit. You know, And, you know and like yeah <laughs> And just like uh, Listening to Nine Inch Nails and shit And um Hell yeah. These kids are just done with my shit Right and one of them is this Kid and he's fucking The home ec teacher <laughs> But it's cool Cause he's like 19 Cause he's yeah. failed like a few times And she's like 22 Like she's like fresh out of college or some shit Plus the so, home ec
0: teacher you know she can Sew she can cook she can
1: She's a good woman. And I'm in <laughs> home, I'm like, fuck it around. I remember the day I came in and then she's like, we got a, we got a swear jar. So you got to put in like a quarter every time you, you swear. So I grabbed a five and I stuffed it in there and I was like, all right, I'm going to pay for today and I'm going to be fucking around. <laughs> exactly. You can't do that. You can't prepay. I'm like, what the fuck I can damn, you know, <laughs> being stupid. Like I always am. And this bitch, paid one of the girls in this class to spy on me. Whoa. She was taking the money out of the swear jar to pay this girl to spy on me and my friends. That is conniving. We were drinking and getting high. I mean, like being stupid, you know, so I get it. But then we figured it out, and then, yeah, last day of school, I I took a ball of Crisco and and, and, uh, whacked the broad in the the eye with it. (laughs) So I get the whole water balloon off the roof thing, you know? (laughs)
0: I love. I love how we get back to the water balloon in the room after that. After well, that's,
1: that what's, that's what started it, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know.
0: You did a good job of circling back. It's just I. I honestly got kind of into your story and forgot we were talking about water balloons in the face. Yeah. But yes, and by the way, if if you've never had a water balloon fight, what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh, you, yeah. you have to have one. So fun. It's one of the best things. Something about just fucking just wailing, just thro- <laughs> just chucking a fucking water balloon at somebody's face. You're going to aim for their face. You can't even help it. You have to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it is one of the best things when you do land one. It is – It's you earned it. Inevitably, it's, somebody
1: cries, though. Like, and it's, Yeah, someone always ruins yeah. it. There's always that weak person. <laughs> just, just, See, look, I'm I'm bringing it out in you right now, just just regaling you with my stories. I'm bringing out your bully, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, get, I've always been kind of shitty. <laughs> let's let's invite Candace into the, the the room real quick. We can beat her up, bro. <laughs> oh,
0: no, love oh, Candy. I love Candace. The Candy Sorry. Claps, and uh, and so Ricky sees this. He sees that she got hit. He goes up, and he does – he mm. kind of does like what a 75-year-old man would do, getting mad at some kids TPing his house. He's like, you fucking cocksuckers, motherfuckers, i got to fuck you. Like he goes full yobo on them. Like he just, I was
1: just going to say he goes full yobo. He, this dude, yeah. Oh
0: it's God. amazing. You he fucking
1: cocksuckers. So you fucking pre- – I'm going to fucking kill you. I'm going to skin you. I'm going to shove you up, <laughs> you. I'm going to beat you with you. <laughs> fuck. He does
0: such. He might be one of the best cussing, like just. I mean, this, that's why they
1: cast him. He it's was perfect so, for it, man. Perfect. So and like, good. just like
0: him, like kind of pointing at them on the roof. It's just the funny <laughs> shit. But then, fucking, what's his name comes through La- the old he, man. Mel. Yeah. No. And uh, he ruins it, and he gets mad at everybody. And Mel tells the. I think Mel gets gets them all in trouble. He gets. Yeah, he's like. The,
1: yeah. All of y'all that are up on the roof, get the fuck out. I saw what you did to, the, to her. You could have put her eye out. Was yeah. A balloon. Well, sure. <laughs> exactly. And you, you're also grounded or whatever. No canteen for a week yeah. because of your mouth. Such bullshit. And then uh, Bill talks about having to take a wicked dump. <laughs> a wicked dump. Is this <laughs> a dude from Boston? I know. I was like,
0: is this one of Adam Sadler's, like, lost cousins? I gotta, I gotta take, go a take a wicked
1: dump. dump. <laughs> he it's goes like Wahlberg. in.
0: Wahlberg. Yeah, he goes <laughs> It is. He goes in, takes a shit. You see, like, the a broomstick just, like, lightly, just quietly go through the fucking door handle of the stall. And uh, this fake beehive starts getting shaken up but at the <laughs> unfortunately the budget didn't allow fake bees yeah. to come through so we just have to assume that good old Bill's getting stung
1: the fuck up he's Dog, getting it, they, they lowered they dropped a coconut on him like Gilligan's Island yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he he gets my girl'd Macaulay Culkin style.
1: <laughs> yep, and uh,
0: he must have had. Uh, well, I think the way they kind of made it seem was, it's not that he had a bee allergy; it's that there were so many bees he just couldn't. Yeah. But man, they like put like polyps and
1: fucking I always caverns.
0: Dude, the special yeah, effects.
1: His, his arms looked like he got like half toxic Avengered. Yes. and then they had like a latex head that they they put sugar water on so that the bees Oh, were so all... that's
0: what they got the bees on it. I was wondering. Yeah, yeah. yeah sugar water. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Cuz they just flooded his the head, which is perfect for the prop because it's obviously not him. They they I I, think, I did hear that they talked about putting a real person in there, but nobody wanted oh, to do that. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're going to put a real guy in there. Let's put the queen bee pheromone on him. They're like, yeah, you, you're you going to do it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, how about you
0: make one of them fucking plastic fucking things you've been making? So, yeah. yeah, they have him in there, and uh, he fucking dies, which, honestly, kind of thought Bill was a little hilarious. I <laughs> was a little sad to watch him go, but, hey, the movie's got to hey, move yeah. on.
1: If I've been stung to shit, dude. My dad was a beekeeper. Like, Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. I mean, kind of. He was a beekeeper in the same way he made like sinkers for fishing, and it was just all like a scam, you know. Okay, I
0: thought you were going to say hobby.
1: <laughs> no, no, it was a scam. It's, it's, he was always trying to like make money.
0: The next big thing, yeah. The, I was going to say, there's always the dad. There's dads out there that are the next. The, like this is
1: it. Yep. This is yep. the thing. The, the the football cards and Beanie Babies. yeah Fucking. This, this is going to get right us to our next, store, next stock market. <laughs> yes
0: i had so many friends with those dads oh yeah yeah. it's a constant it's just one l after another you're like no i don't
1: believe you're any more dads like i get it i mean he had some of them were smart the beekeeping thing was smart because he would just go pick up swarms for people for money Mm -hmm. and then he would put them in beehives get the honey from it and sell it like that's smart it's a good system yeah, but the like the beanie babies and the football like man, you fuck. Uh, who cares about Barry Sanders Fleer nineteen eighty nine rookie card yeah. today? That was That's a, worth yeah. like nothing.
0: So see, beanie babies talk about a mm-hmm. bubble. Like you had a very short period of time to make money. Oh of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Oof.
0: Um, so from there we get Mel, who starts saying that he thinks that the killer. <laughs> well, actually, we don't know who he thinks the killer is, but he's like, I should have known from his eyes. Hey, speaking, of like...
1: speaking of, this dude's like, I'm losing my investment. I'm losing my entire nut here. We're finished, man. We only got 25 left. I'm like, 25 kids? Yes.
0: <laughs> so I'm guessing that they're trying to say that some kids are leaving after this stuff is happening. Well, they're dying, yeah. So, yes, yeah, kids are dying. I would imagine, like, if a kid found out about it, maybe a couple of leave, a couple leave,
1: but so he's down. The dumps. You're the kid that calls home and you're like, look, all these kids are dying here. And your dad's like, yeah, I mean, I already paid $200 for the summer, man, so you're going to have to stick it out.
0: <laughs> it's three weeks, son. Come on.
1: <laughs> I'm, da- I'm down here in Nashville with that girl that I met <laughs> on the internet on MySpace, so I'm not going to be home for a while. And Plus, your mom's living there right now.
0: <laughs> I was in Desert Storm for eight months. You can handle three weeks, kid.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is your dad guilt tripping you? <laughs> you know what i did to make you <laughs> yeah so i brought you into this world i could take you out they're taking us out now exactly gotta be in his head <laughs> like yeah you're gonna yeah. just just don't worry about it
0: oh it's uh paul and Angela fool around by the we get that little lake scene Ooh, yeah which mm-hmm. is um incredibly uncomfortable we get a little bit of we get some flashbacks, some so a uh, basically visual PTSD.
1: Yeah, but it's S- mysterious. So Paul and Angela are making out a little bit, right? Yeah. And then she lays down, and Paul's trying to. He's trying to round second, right? Because he bunted in the first, and now he's trying to round second. Yeah. And she she gets like PTSD, spaced out. So best best case scenario is like a ground rule double, you know, like. She yeah. wasn't really into it, but he still made it happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. Outside, outside the top. <laughs> at outside least. the top. True, true. <laughs> yes. So,
1: yeah. And uh, she flashes back to her and her brother watching their dad and and their dad's friend um, making
0: out, and the kids are just kind of yeah. giggling,
1: and they think it's funny. Yeah, they're like, "That's funny." And then we we cut to her and and she's pointing at her brother
0: yeah they're on like a on a bed, bed. yeah
1: that's like rotating <laughs> eddie do you have an explanation for this other than uh, yeah so they're <laughs> like hanging out on their bed right and no, i have no fucking clue what's <laughs> going on <laughs> and uh, then she snaps out of it though she's like no and then runs off yeah, she gives a strong no, and just, yes. And, you know, i got
0: to give Paul credit. He's sort of like, oh, wait! <laughs> like, okay, you know, he takes it, he takes it. He's like, okay, I get it. <laughs> you don't... I, Look, no means no, and no he respects no. that. He does respect that. She takes off,
1: <laughs> and yep. the
0: cap gets ready to play capture the flag. Well,
1: yeah, he was trying to capture some titties, but now they're going to play some capture the flag. And honestly, uh, so- as we
0: find out, he was not going to capture much of any titty. Uh, so, I mean, yeah. When I was when I was thirteen, I definitely didn't have any. Now I do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ricky and Angela see Paul making making out with Judy at this point because uh, yeah. Ricky convinces Angela to help him with the
1: flag thing to just end. Yeah, it. yeah. To, and, and Judy swoops in there. The, oh my god. Judy goddamn Judy and then I like Paul goes to apologize to her again and Judy's like yeah oh yeah that's the prude right that's what you said she's a her bitch ass is a prude like, <laughs> she's God. so fucking damn. Fuck. she's such a jerk
0: <laughs> she's evil. like the biggest jerk <laughs> evil she is like you know and I and I what I give the movie credit is right away I, I didn't notice, like, when I look in my nerdy eyes and I, and I look, like, if I look in retrospect from sixth grade, fifth grade, fourth grade, and I look at, like, the bully, I think I remember the moment where they decided, I'm going to fuck with this kid for, like, the rest of the school year. Yeah. And you the, the movie does a great job of capturing Judy's moment where she decides, I'm going to fuck with this kid for the rest of summer camp. <laughs> Yeah, and you know yeah. that's just the way bullies are. They they find they find a, a target and they just keep on hitting them fucking home runs, and they they get addicted well, to it. It's like a drug. What's
1: what's fucked up about that though is that the actress that played Judy, the one that played actually May, a real sweetheart, that, right? Real sweetheart. But the one that, the 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 ones that played the bullies, to Angela and Angela, were really good friends. While yeah, they were, filming.
0: they were like all fucking honestly. I was going to tell you, Eddie, I was going to wait to the end of this, but... Oh, okay. But, like... She's <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> but getting to know more about this movie and how it was made and stuff and, like, getting mm-hmm. to know, like, the experience, you know, of all the actors, it really did kind of help me cope with watching the movie because I've always felt such a, like, a, oh, man, I hope the experience was okay. I can imagine it could be traumatizing. and But, no, they were, like, friends and... You know, yeah. For the most part, you know, there, there, there's, I,
1: I did. I mean, one hear, of the boys did get bullied a little, yeah. Yeah, and
0: I did hear that. Um, I did hear that. I think it was uh, Felisa Rose and Jonathan Tiersten did have a little bit of a little puppy love thing going on, yeah. but then okay, Jonathan actually ended up. Uh, there was a couple of extras that came through, like I guess like SAG extras that came through, and they were older. Because he was 17 and she was like 13. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: And they were like, you know, she was 13. So she, you know, basically they were just flirting and that was it. But then a couple 17, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds came through and he was fooling around and she noticed. And the, <laughs> they actually needed to work. They needed to mediate all that and get that straightened out. Apparently, like he'll—that uh, he'll, makes sense. He'll take actually, I think, took him bowling <laughs> to like oh. to, to straighten out their situation. Because, like, we need that's to finish so, this movie.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, we got to burn off some energy, and we got to get this whole thing straight. That, that no, that's cool, man.
0: Yeah. So, and it's that it's that whole puppy love. You're young. I remember when I was that age. Like, you. you yeah. It's all proximity. Like, basically, when you're that age, it's proximity, and they ended up, it's kind of interesting. Like you would have never thought that, but it does kind of make sense why their on-screen presence works. Like they obviously were getting along, you know, and Oh, totally. So yeah. it, it does make sense, but yeah. And, uh, you know, the puppy love, what are you going to do? And from all that, I don't even know where we go from here. I think at some point Meg dies.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause so Meg, Meg sets up a date. So okay, so Eddie. Eddie gets stuck on camping duties. Yeah. Right? He's gotta take all oh, the yeah, kids Eddie, out. Eddie, of
0: course, like there's never
1: a good Eddie. So <laughs> he's always an you asshole. Know, this guy's okay. He's not an asshole. He's alright. He, <laughs> he takes the kids out. He like doesn't want to. He but doesn't Meg's want to. Got, yeah. Meg's got the night off, right? And Meg wants to fuck Mel. Yeah. Old yeah. fucking sour ass Mel. So Meg goes and she's gonna hit the showers, so she goes to the uh the cabin next door because they've abandoned half of the cabins because half of the people left, you know, yeah. like you were saying, and uh dude, badass stabbed through the back of the fucking shower into Meg's back, oh, and then just slow drag down in what appears to be Mozart's knife that got taken away. remember when he was swinging on you're the floor? right,
0: you're yeah, right, yeah.
1: Yeah. So then Paul heads back to the rack center, uh, sees Angela and he's like bugging her, like, Look, I'm sorry, you know, this whole thing went down. Judy gives him some more shit. Angela's like, All right, Paul, here's what's up. After the social, meet me at the waterfront, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of the um to me, uh, in my opinion, that is when the movie takes off to another level. Um uh, that yeah. that meet me at the waterfront line, she has this what I call game face on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes, she does, sir.
0: (laughs) She is ready to just fucking get shit going. And uh, from there, yeah, and my God, it's still, I'm I'm still stuck on the fact that Mel, (laughs)
1: the whole Mel-Meg thing, it's just... Mel's gonna fuck Meg? Like, I get it, like, Meg's a piece of ass, but... (laughs) What kind of, of daddy wife... issues do you have to have to want to fuck a male? Look, man, my wife fucks me. That's all I know. And she's cute. So Yeah. I mean, maybe that dude's got – he doesn't have any game. By no. the way, the actor that played Mel, uh, they didn't know this. The whole time he was ill, like very ill, Mike Kellen, he, he had lung cancer. And he died like two months after this movie was filmed.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, he – And he's
1: chomping a cigar the whole thing. Well, I was going to say it kind of
0: adds to – I mean, not that it adds to his – I mean, obviously, like, he did a great job of what he did. It's a shame that he passed Mm -hmm. away so soon afterward because he didn't get to see how – honestly, the kind of – I bet he died not knowing that this movie was going to be remembered for so many years beyond its release. And that's a shame because he's a big part of it. Like, he definitely is a character. He's one of the older cats in the entire movie, and he does kind of bring a different
1: f- vibe uh, to the movie than oh, anyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. No, kind his, of an old school whole, vibe. His whole flavor of being like the reverse of the bad guy in Scooby Doo. Like, the guy who's, yeah. you know, in Scooby Doo, you're trying to get the shit shut down. This dude's just like, look, man, get the ambulances out of here. Yeah. I'm trying to do PR. He's right the
0: now. mayor from Jaws. Yeah, he's yeah, oh yeah. Oh my god.
1: Dude. <laughs> exactly. He's like we need to keep this going. I, just, I don't we care what it keep it, takes. it going. They they're like motherfucker the shark is on the land. He's eating kids. <laughs> he's like I don't And care. he's like no, 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 no. It's cool. But he is pissed at Ricky cuz he has figured out he cuz he finds Meg's dead ass. Yeah. It just and he's sliced the th- down the back. Oof. The whole time he's been piecing it together that Ricky has been killing everybody who fucked with Angela, and then Meg, fucked with Angela, threw Angela's ass in the water. Yeah, so and I figuring. like that when Mel finds Meg's dead ass, his whole thing isn't like, "Oh God, she's dead. That's terrible." He's more like, "This this asshole did this to piss me off." Yeah, he reacts this, this more fucker. like. He reacts more like
0: he got the ultimate cock block than, like, than (laughs) feeling bad about this this woman that has been completely fucking gutted from her back. Yeah, and she's on the floor.
1: Like maybe he had a feeling for her. Like maybe he's like, oh shit, this girl, I I I felt a feeling for her. Yeah. No, it's like. This motherfucker came in here and keyed my car. <laughs> exactly, this asshole.
0: Well, because it's it's. I mean, it's an incredibly gory look. I mean, I I I know that I heard from the special oh, yeah. effects guy that he wanted to add more blood, but they. They were like, Oh, well she was in the shower, so it shouldn't be that bloody. And so it's just this like yeah. fucking indent all the way down her back. It looks it looks really fucking gory and he doesn't even seem to really react to it. He even kinda does a double take, like maybe the body's kinda yeah. warm still. It's
1: like maybe I can get something out of this. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, Jesus Christ. Maybe God damn I it, Mel. I mean, ain't nobody here yet, and it is clean. Uh, but I do, I do like when he goes into there to to check on her. Though the body doesn't fall until he gets in there. Yeah, no, it's it perfect timing. There. Yeah, <laughs> perfect I love that. Yes, classic. And the, then, I mean, we've been rushing through a little bit of this, but we're getting to my favorite kill scene. Oh, what is your favorite kill scene? Oh, it's Judy, sir.
0: Oh God, that scene.
1: Well, let me say, let
0: me say that before we, like, just before we get to Judy, okay. there is yeah. a slight because, you know, the you could tell they made some quick hard edits um, around the end because there's a lot happening at the same time. You have Eddie with a bunch of, which may be the most. I, there's a lot of things that are semi-problematic about this movie, but maybe one of the this most questionable yeah. things is, well, so Eddie takes a bunch of kids, you know, what, some of the younger campers, like they're like, honestly, they look like from six to nine or six to 10 or something. Yeah. He takes them out camping and he's reluctant of it. Cause that sucks. I mean, everybody would fucking hate that. And yeah. they're, they're laying there and stuff. And a kid starts whining that it's cold he says, all right, let's go back to the truck. Let's get out of here. So some of the kids go. There's like four kids left, and there was a little hand axe that Eddie had there, and you get the POV. Little Eddie shot. the Axe, little right? Little Eddie the Axe. We would have thought. <laughs> Wait, did this – this one in <laughs> gave birth to no, your No, this
1: name? is not where I got my nickname. Okay,
0: <laughs> just making sure. I don't want to spoil it. And so then we get the POV shot, and we see that the killer grabs that little axe. So that that's just something to keep in mind. But yes, we do eventually get over to um, to Judy, who is making out with I think it's the blonde preppy dude. I forget it's his name. Zach
1: Morris. Was yeah, what kind of I have him listed. Out.
0: Yeah, Dushy Zach Morris. Yeah, yeah. I like that She's she, she pushes him. you fucking wet kiss.
1: <laughs> like look quit
0: drooling on the motherfucker. <laughs> like, hey, better he learns now than later. Like yeah. I I don't know about you, but I I have kind of a guilty pleasure dude i I don't know if you have any shows you're semi ashamed that you enjoy but i do enjoy watching some of the bachelor stuff like the bachelor in paradise that
1: shit's funny that is funny it's just
0: like hilarious to watch pretty people fail at love and there's this one guy that completely basically got axed because he was a bad kisser like just was a bad kisser she didn't like it. She like she liked him a lot. Like he had all the fucking character I mean, like perfect, but he kissed so bad. She couldn't she just didn't feel the connection.
1: <laughs> like that's some shit you could work on.
0: So, I think like the earlier you find out about it like in this situation, yeah. maybe yeah. you work on it and then when you're in your 20s or 30s and maybe you're a better kisser. But yeah, I got
1: I got I got told mm. Are, yeah. are you questioning uh, not telling the story? <laughs> this is a little bit of a, a a girl that I that I know that I hooked up with got told by her friend that I would be a good break in guy ah okay. to like break her in from being a, a virgin into not
0: because you're a gentle lover
1: <laughs> I I do not know what that means and i'm like what the
0: I would fuck? take it as a compliment though i think it means that you're probably I mean, you're you're not a creeper like weirdo person
1: <laughs> okay. yeah tell me about me as a lover daniel
0: well i mean i just would imagine you know you seem to be a very thoughtful person mm-hmm. um you,
1: like it, i would pay a lot of attention to your body daniel i think so like you, you like i said i think you're a detail like help you to explore like what your interests might be then you want
0: to make sure that who you're with feels pleasure before you, you do would
1: feel good yeah yeah
0: you're definitely gonna let them finish before you finish like i that's the way that's what i you would say
1: oh so you would say like a generous lover yes what generous yeah lover. no i'm not no, <laughs>
0: no. you're just a, you're just a, i'm about to climax and turn over kind of guy
1: <laughs> yeah I'm a like uh oh SpaghettiOs guy. Damn it! Now, now I need to make sure. That's to keep, what I say. Now I need
0: to make sure to keep both of those parts for continuity purposes.
1: <laughs> God damn it! Uh oh SpaghettiOs. Shit! <clears throat>
0: oh damn it! So uh, yeah, Judy's making out with fucking preppy Zach Morris, and then
1: this guy sucks, dude. <laughs> I guy... hate him. I love the. And she's like, get, get you, because somebody comes in. She's like, get under the bed, and he does. I'm he, like, what? He's quick too. Like, he fit under there perfectly. Because Mel comes through, he's look, oh, he's yeah.
0: dressed like kind of like he just won the fucking. I don't know what the, I don't I don't even know golf enough to know the Masters. I don't Masters, know. yeah. But yeah, he's like in a fucking yellow jacket and green pants. It's opposite because I think it's a green jacket for the Masters. But he's in a yellow jacket and green pants. And he asks her if he's seen Meg around or she's seen Meg around. And she's like, no, I haven't seen her since after dinner. He's like, all right, whatever. He's like, you know, you shouldn't probably read it in the dark because it's going to hurt your eyes. It's like, whatever, old man, just fuck off. So he mm. fucks off. And the dude comes through from under the bed, and I'm sorry, Eddie, but him pussying out <laughs> – I don't even want to say that because pussies are strong. Him weaking out, just being a complete fucking wuss bag.
1: Oh, this dude being a bitch ass, because she's like, all right, come on come on out here and, and blow out my back. And he's like, I don't know. This dude might come back. <laughs> blow out my back. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you yeah, know what?
0: Like- I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs>
1: I don't want to get in. Daniel, have you ever been like, look, a girl's here wanting to have sex with me, right? Yeah. And you're like, I don't know. I could get in trouble. Uh,
0: I don't know. I mean, I could get stabbed in the At back. And keep, now. No.
1: Now, <laughs> now I get it. Like, yes. now like I've got like sensibilities. a 401k. Yes. You know what I mean? There's like
0: a sense of reputation now that we've built where it's like, oh, I can't be like boning in a SeaWorld parking lot right now. Seaworld parking. Because I have.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, no I have. Seaworld parking. I was young. Oh my
0: Yeah. During the day. Not good.
1: That's cool. That no, it's cool. not cool That's at cool. all. <laughs> no, it's not. It's
0: not. I don't encourage it at all. I just... did
1: you did you make like a reference to Free and Willy? You had to have. <laughs> I'm a free Willy. Honestly, it hurts my heart that I did
0: it. <laughs> I feel like a failure now. <laughs> uh
1: it's okay, man. Free Willy? Uh, <laughs> you remember Free Willy? That no, no, it's perfect. I Wales. just wish I had thought about it. That's hilarious. Uh, next time. <sighs> There's always a next time, Epic Daniel. Fail. There's always
0: a Sea World. You're right. So Judy ends this... up by herself on her bed. And uh, uh-huh. we get a silhouette of somebody. Um, yeah, we find a, someone
1: l- walks in.
0: Someone walks in. It looks like a younger uh, person, and then the, we just see a little shadow. It's dark. Judy can't tell who it is. And yep. you want to give us a little bit more of what happens, Eddie?
1: <laughs> so Judy's been curling her hair with a curling iron, right? and she sits up she's like who the fuck are... oh you what the fuck are...? and then you just see this fist punch judy in her face finally oh boom. is the note that i have hey, finally maker. yeah bam and she's out but she's still kind of like I and i don't know if she just like talks like that when she's passed out maybe she's into rough shit i don't know <laughs> girls are into that now some of them like to be choked and get their hair pulled That's fine. Um, (laughs) But but what happens to her is she gets a pillow put over her head. Yeah. And then remember that curling iron? Well, the, the person takes that steaming hot curling iron. And then you see the silhouette of it. And they don't just leave it curling iron. They push down the thumb thing that makes the thing stick out. The hot part. Both of them are hot. And then it, you just see it get rammed into a place.
0: Right into her penis flight trap.
1: <laughs> but this is like it's both, though, I'm thinking. Because you got the main part. You got two in the pink and one in the stink. Yeah. With the thing, the little flyaway that's going on. And then we just hear it sizzle like some fucking carne asada on the grill
0: apparently can die by burning your bajingo who would have thought i mean because she like (laughs) dies (laughs) like wait a minute (laughs) you would have had to like cut her throat too like you can't just like kill by genitals but look man (laughs) if you put that thing in my ass i'd die (laughs) you just would call it a day
1: (laughs) yep no, I'm, I'm dead. <laughs> Your brain would be like, "You know what? It's not worth it.
0: I'm just going to kill you." Down.
1: I got like a rip. I got like a my soul like has a rip cord. <laughs> I just pull it. Like boom, I'm out. Oh my god, my um. soul has a rip cord. I love that.
0: <laughs> Your soul has a rip cord. <laughs> it does. Dude, there is a minute pains that I would imagine is just if there was yeah. a rip cord, fuck it. I'd pull that shit. That's
1: yeah, that's it. Oh. That's one.
0: And I love that the, the the killer just pulls the bed out to leave a little crease against the wall, pushes <laughs> yeah. just pushes her ass over the ground.
1: Shoves her ass in the crack of the bed and then pushes it back in like done it's with you. It's so
0: brutal. It's one of the most oh. brutal, memorable killings <sighs> of any slasher movie of all time. It's gonna it and would be a top I... ten, right? I mean you've probably seen more slasher yeah, movies than dude. me
1: of of killings in a in a slasher movie this is top 5 man yeah. a fucking curling iron up, up a pussy to kill somebody god damn
0: and and what's most i think impressive damn. about it is you feel you know whether no matter who you are you feel the pain of it and there's oh, literally yeah. no visual it's all shadows and, and yes. you know that's what makes it so fucking it's, incredible is like it's like holy shit they didn't have to be so
1: graphic with it because that's how much that's how well shot it was. Yeah, it's like that Japanese uh, uh, shadow art when they with the puppets yeah. and stuff. It's like that, but with a uh, curling iron in a pussy.
0: Yeah, it's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> it's bad. Yeah. So in the next um, <laughs> the... top five. Top five. I I believe you. So the next scene Eddie comes through and he oh, sees the dude. little kids a couple of <laughs> little kids have been fucking killed like I brutalized like yeah. chopped into like basically they've turned into like a casserole of 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 sleeping bag and human mm-hmm. it's just a fucking mess he vomits Eddie, immediately
1: Eddie. And he walked into some uh, Eddie Bauer, like, down and dead kid <laughs> stuff, sleeping bags, man. It ain't good.
0: And uh, from what I heard is, <laughs> from, what I've, from what I've heard, fucking um, Hiltzik, right? I think it's his name. Hiltzik. Yep. That's the one thing he regrets about the making of the movie, was like, I shouldn't have See, included
1: that. I, I, I get that. Because every other killing
0: has a purpose. I'm not,
1: I'm not going to say is justified. It's not justified, right? but
0: there's some reasoning. There's a motive for the killer, right? Yeah, a motive.
1: A sick mind could consider that a motive. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because you know what his, you know, the script where he was trying to reason, and it's such a quick. I think what probably caught a lot of people off guard, um, it's so quick. It's basically when. They go and shove uh, Angela into the water, and then Ricky's getting accused by you know, yeah. you know about the killing, and then he goes and saves her. He carry he kind of like puts his arm over her. He takes her out of the water and he takes her, and they're kind of limping toward because she's like trying to she was drowning. Like three kids, three children playing in the sand off the lake, throw a bunch of sand at their feet, and. Ricky says, you motherfuckers <laughs> to, yeah. to a bunch of children. And those yeah. are the kids that get killed. The kids that yeah. threw sand at their legs. Like, that's how like fucking petty
1: <laughs> the murderer is, is.
0: That It's like, you threw I mean, sand at me
1: during a weak point? But that's that's some shit that's like Freddy. Like, my nightmare on Elm Street like 7, he's killing the kids of, of the kids <laughs> of the people that killed him. Right, you're right. <laughs> You know? This
0: movie just sort of took. He just was like skipping a couple of, couple of yeah. parts, a couple of installments. Yeah, just getting to it. It's
1: like when Jason went to Manhattan. Why? Oh, I know. When nobody in Manhattan. By the way, he's on a him.
0: he's on a boat for about
1: seventy five percent of
0: that movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's what makes
0: me but, makes me laugh so much. He doesn't even get to
1: Manhattan until it's almost over. Did you know he's a Deadite? I never thought of him a, He's a Deadite. <laughs> He is Jason goes to hell, right? Watch that one again. It's the worst one. Is that the one with uh, the worm. The dude, yeah, where the dude eats his heart. But if you they go into his house, they go into the the Voorhees house because of course you've got to. Yeah. And they, there is literally the stage prop from Evil Dead, Necronomicon Ex-Mortis. You're right.
0: That's right. Yep. Oh my god. Jason's
1: a deadite, man.
0: Well, it makes sense because Let's face it. The motherfucker goes from being just like a kind of hillbilly person that learned how to survive on his own to a supernatural, like fucking mutant, giant, strong, freak
1: person. (laughs) Like, yeah, but when when I watched that, it was because somebody dug him up and then they stabbed him with a a thing. The staff. Then it got struck. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite one (laughs) by lightning. (laughs) Uh, Me too. That's my my favorite. That's my favorite. And then it's like, well, now. Now he's super shredder. Yeah, right? yeah. He's like <laughs> at the lightning in him, so.
0: Yeah, that's the one after the shitty one, because uh, there's yeah. the one where it's not, he's not even the killer. But the one after that is. Yeah, you're talking the, about five. Yeah, five is one
1: the shittiest. through One through four, right? I, I'm going to go off on a tangent. Friday one through four versus Nightmare one through four. Friday one through four might be perfect. It's, like, yeah, it's way better to me. Because you got, it's the mom, he comes back, then it's like he's still a do you sack face and then you got um little uh, mouth kills him Corey feldman mm-hmm. with the hatchet in his head and then you're done at that point it's perfect it is they close it, it, out could have ended good. it there it would have been perfect yeah but then they they got to keep fucking around
0: <laughs> you know i love uh what's his name um uh from from back to the future was it chris Crispin glover uh, I think oh, I think he's in that yeah. final, uh, that one, Eddie. Yeah, with the dance and everything. <laughs> and he's yeah like, the cocks <laughs> So good.
1: I love that dude. Anyways, yeah. back to the movie we're talking about. Yeah, so Eddie comes back after all the kids are dead. And he's puking all over the fucking <laughs> place. And then uh, this is when, when Ricky heads in to get some food because he's been having diarrhea all night. Yeah,
0: something. we had to eat the shitty dinner that... Uh... <laughs> That our man of the hour was making, apparently.
1: <laughs> that our mustachio champion was making. Yeah, it uh, uh, wasn't sitting well. No. Nah. He's, so he's like nine candy bars. And he's like, well, this is dinner. Yeah, he gets a bunch of Scooby snacks. Yeah, and then Mel just like... Like, rambos his ass from behind. And beats him to death,
0: quote-unquote. Uh, yeah, like from... You know, from the viewer's perspective, in this portion of the movie, you're like, I guess he just fucking gorilla punched his ass until he just died? Like, because he's like, oh, I better get out of here. I've terminated this small child.
1: Yeah, he's like, I got him, Meg. Oh, shit. I got to go. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It almost seemed like
0: this is not the first time Mel's blacked out and killed somebody.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Mel has woken up over so many dead kids. It's I, I wish this is something I had on my my soundboard. I gotta get it. It's the hanna Barbera slappity 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 whew, You know, because like, that's what this fucker does. Basically, yes. But, it doesn't work because, again, we'll remember when we were looking at the camp. There was an archery range. Yeah.
0: Ah oh, man, just talk about bad timing. He he gets out there for the target, and I love the mystery of it all. He's kind of like, wait a it's minute, so
1: stupid.
0: <laughs> you can't be. Hey, you can't be the killer.
1: It couldn't be you. And then Hawkeye, like, takes him out through the throat. Amazing. And by the way, uh,
0: kind of in retrospect, like, after learning who the killer is, you're kind of like, how did this killer learn how to do this? Because this is somebody that never took part in anything. But, hey, I guess if you're really determined to fucking kill somebody, you're going to get it done. But I do love the uh, special effects, too, though.
1: some of this is unbelievable, Daniel. Uh, just
0: right. little bits of it. I'm trying to bring a little bit of Yobo into this, where somebody who tries to bring a realistic approach to every single fantastical <laughs> horror movie ever made.
1: I, I'll bet you Yobo hates this fucking. Movie. Oh yeah. Oh, he would. He would have complained about so yeah. many things. This motherfucker that's cooking. He put so much salt in that fucking <laughs> thing with the corn. <laughs>
0: What the fuck
1: is he doing? I did have
0: in my notes that the cooks—the only time the cooks are "quote unquote" cooking is they're just they're just sprinkling
1: salt, just boiling <laughs> corn. Yeah, it's so good.
0: Uh, but yeah, he uh, fucking Mel gets
1: stabbed in the fucking throat. He's gone. He's oh yeah, dead. arrow through the throat. And he's done. And when when you get shot by something like a projectile like that in camera, and then you turn. More than forty-five degrees, and then fall down—you're dead. You're done. That's just the way it you're is. Done. It's the same as like if blood comes out of your ear—you're dead.
0: <laughs> it's a big, yeah. That's a that's a that's a legendary signal of you are dead. Yep. And yep. the cop that was there earlier when um, I think you said Kenny, oh, yeah. the the characters in Kenny died. <laughs> fucking guy. So he was brought on early on for the that scene but then he had another movie to shoot apparently and had a shit we have like a a fucking uh, justice league situation going on here
1: <laughs> we this dude's got like a bic one of those shitty like plastic black combs that they give you yeah like duct tape to his face it
0: is one this of is... the funniest sh- i was like you're kidding me <laughs> you're kidding me you're going to try to make like, me re- well, think why? that that is a mustache it's so fucking funny. I, I, yeah. I honestly, I don't know if I noticed this the first time I saw it. I think I may have seen it on VHS on a CRT, so it actually may have blended yeah. better. Yeah. But um, it is so obvious if you're watching this on, you know, watching the latest version of this, like upgrade, you know, upscaled. Mm-hmm. Yep. The Shot
1: Factory uh, 2160. You could see yeah, it's... every
0: bristle of that fake mustache. Mm-hmm. It's just and taped. It's terrible it's terrible so terrible but he's like still with so much in character which makes it so good (laughs) it's like
1: it's just oh i know he's like picking up candy bar like wrappers and sniffing them (laughs) (laughs) dude your mustache is not real bro Dog, are you you tracking like a fat kid what are you doing (laughs) let's go and then he he finds ricky though he does and he's like oh ricky What's up? And Ricky's alive, and this is this is like you're saying when when Angela's like, all right, Peter, why don't we go skinny dipping? Yeah, and Peter is about to become uh, Paul. Peter you mean Parker. you mean Paul, right? Or Paul? <laughs> you God mean Paul? Me. Par- you fucked up my, my joke. I know, but it was so funny. <laughs> Paul's going to park as Peter and Angela. <laughs>
0: He does get quite excited. It's like if someone gave me a free scoop of ice cream because he's like, "Why don't you take off your clothes?" He's like,
1: "Woo, yeah, let's do this!" Look, man, because <laughs> they're just like right there by the water, so he's excited. I mean, this dude barely got a ground rule double, like, <laughs> and he might be. I mean, he might be getting an in the park home run. He's
0: yeah, he's it's we'll a big see. moment for him. Yeah, and they eventually we get. I think it's it's actually. The detective gets distracted because he sees he sees Ricky, who's still alive. Honestly, I did give a little bit of an exhale. I was like, oh, "Okay, Ricky's alive." I yeah. would have not wanted <sighs> Ricky's to... cool. Yes, because I was like, "I don't want to see this kid die. <laughs> I want this kid no. to live." I don't know why, but I just think he's a cool motherfucker.
1: But you identify with him. You're like, I "All do. right, it gets you. You're just trying to protect your realm. That's it."
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then after that, we cut. Yeah, we cut to I think. We see a couple of the well, we the camp counselors are kind of like, oh, we need a the short shorts guy is like, hey, we need to gather everybody, yeah. blah blah. So short shorts guy, and then the blonde oh. camp counselor that was one of the only sweet females that was cool yeah. with Angela. That's
1: what I have. Is it's the two decent counselors?
0: Yeah, the two the two people that were there like trying to like create a positive experience for these people. Yeah,
1: the other people are all like degenerates. People. Yeah, they're just degenerates. I love that word. And
0: uh, they're kind of searching, like, what's going on, and they're kind of they got their little flashlights out, but then the flashlight goes out on short shorts.
1: But he's like, "Hey, well, can you hear that?" I love it because the first, like, to set this up, they walk through the the park, they walk through the whole camp area, and they find everything that the killer has done. That we haven't seen them see yet. So they find the dead kids. They're like, fuck. They find the dead Meg. They're like, fuck. And then, oh, my God. Then they hear the singing. Yeah.
0: It's just a perfect cherry topping to it all. Because it's so creepy as shit. They hear the singing. They know that. it. they like, hey, I think that's Angela. And they're like, hey, Angela, are you doing okay? And we get a little close-up of Angela and she's caressing
1: Ooh. Paul's hair, and she's just like, like he just, mm-hmm. like they just got done fucking, kind of, right?
0: yeah, kind of like that, or like, like they. It's it's int- it's a very weird, pro- weird situation to run into anybody doing.
1: <laughs> yeah. When I first saw this, I was like, they just got done fucking. He's taking a nap. Yeah, because they're right? both
0: they're both naked. Like he's obviously Blood-ass naked. ass well, naked.
1: Well, he he might be. I don't know. Because we're not seeing a lot of him, no. But we're seeing a lot of her. We're seeing a
0: lot of her, and then and... all of a sudden we cut. Like Ooh. it's like crazy. The movie just cuts to the aunt, the doctor, and she's speaking to what uh. looks like the little brother from that we saw earlier at the beginning of the movie. His head is wrapped up after that boating accident. He's like all traumatized, obviously, and looking down and sad. Yeah. And it all. By the way, I noticed a little weird thing. I don't know if you noticed this, but. It's almost like they're speaking inside a fucking cold storage unit because you could literally see the breath yes, coming you from. See
1: her breath. Yes, I saw <laughs> I that. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, what I guess I was to add another a... y'all are indoors. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? The, the wonder. Like, I
0: would have fucking fucked up too if, like, all of a sudden I'm like in a fucking freezer house. But I guess I was to add like a creepiness to it. But yeah, we realized that the ant had some different plans once she took in uh, the kid and she decided... Peter. Peter, yeah. yeah, I couldn't remember the name. Peter was the name of her, her brother at the time. Or the brother at the time. And she decides that... Angela's brother. Angela's yeah. brother. And she always... The aunt always wanted a daughter? And the husband left her? So she could never have so, a daughter?
1: <laughs> y- yeah, well... If you'll remember at the beginning, right, the guy was out with the two kids, right? Yeah. And then he said, oh, shit, the doctor is coming. Yeah. The doctor is the mother who calls herself a doctor and wrote the notes for the kids, right? Yeah. So the dad of the kids was on the boat his boyfriend was the one on the beach warning him that his wife was coming so the dad got ran over as did one of the kids and yeah that's where we end up (laughs) um And then the doctor's like, look, I already got a boy. I got Ricky. Yeah. Uh, I would like to have a girl. Yeah, and this is where it gets, like, problematic. Because, on one hand, Angela was, was born a boy and is being forced to be a girl. Yeah. Right. And, and...
0: And also experienced a terrible thing of seeing her father die and her crazy sibling pass. Trauma. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you could say that this person has been like repeatedly traumatized and has a lot of fucking problems. So take that into account, and and then maybe that is what fucked Angela up for what's been happening this whole movie. Yeah. (laughs) And not that trans people are bad because damn. Um,
0: yeah, like, cause I think you could take it that direction of like, you know, I think I could, uh, I could see how, you know, from a trans perspective, how it could be sort of like, oh, like just because you're trans doesn't mean anything is wrong with what's going on, you know, in your mind or like that you're, you have some sort of uh, violence in right. you or anything yeah. like that. I, th- I think it's more of a, the fact that it's more of a, honestly, a PTSD issue and the fact of well, yeah, being and, abused and this mentally.
1: bitch fucked her up yeah like or him up but but then then, then that's the okay so we'll, we'll do the ending man i mean yeah so basically
0: it, we woo. find all that out and angela stands up and does this wide mouth face that will always be br- it just fucking ingrained into my brain stem um because it is the most traumatizing shit ever. and she kind of yeah. does uh they added a sort of lower guttural growl to this to make it even creepy. Yeah. It's, like, <sighs> it's like it's it's creepy and she's n- uh, naked and this is when mm-hmm. the ki- the camp person the short shorts guy says like oh my god she's a boy and we yeah. see a naked boy, or uh, really not a boy, but it's like a teenager. Man. I think the actor they decided yeah. to put in there was a college student that they paid like a couple yep. of bucks to. And it's it's yeah. In a mask. Yeah, they put like this in, ma- this basically a of of, of of
1: in a Angela mask. Perfect casting of Angela's fucking face. Like it it's in one pose, yeah, but god. Damn, is it realistic. It, it, yeah. And by it's the way, amazing. Peter's Peter's dead. This, she, she was just cradling Peter's dead, disembodied yeah. head. We forgot about Peter in this entire conversation. Because who the fuck gives a, a shit about Peter when we're talking about her Peter? <laughs> um, I was waiting for you to do that. His damn. name is
0: Paul, by the so, way.
1: <laughs> Peter Pot. Never. I don't give a fuck. Peter Paul. This is gonna be. I can't them. wait to re-listen to this when I'm editing because that's give funny. A fuck. <laughs> so, Peter Paul Mary Joseph, all of them, they're all fucked up. But here's and here's the other thing though is like I'm gonna I'm gonna make an argument for how this is trans accepting and and good okay. right is because Angela was forced to live as a gender that they did not identify as and that caused them problems, right? Similar to a person who was born genetically male and does not identify as being genetically male, identifies as being female. Yeah. Don't be forcing people that shit, right? Like, or else they'll cut your head off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, they won't really. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. there's the, that's the other take that I see on this one. And goddamn... But middle school Eddie was not ready for this movie. Dude, I had a little bit of a crush on Felissa Rose when I'm watching, and the Felissa Rose got a dick. Yeah, I would imagine how that's
0: conflicting to and I'm like, well, Eddie. now
1: I don't that's <laughs> a kid but i'll i'll I will uh justify it now, go look up Felissa Rose and damn. Oh, no, she yeah, she grew
0: up to be a very honestly Eight. beautiful woman but also a very great mm-hmm. person. Um, honestly, awesome Yeah, person. she she's always been appreciative of the fans and from experiences that I've read from people that have gotten to meet her at all the different conventions and stuff. She's a really awesome
1: person to meet. Yeah, and and I get that being awkward. You know what I mean? Like e- even whew, some the shit that that her character went through in this i mean i can't even identify with that but i i mean i get feeling like an outsider you know yeah and and dealing with that shit and look i i want to cut a fucker's head off i i w- look man half of these people in here did deserve it not death but they deserved like some fucking with.
0: yeah the movie to me is more about it, it it's about the the ptsd and it's about bullying You know, to me, that's Mm -hmm. primarily, I think the bullying aspect of the movie acts as the sort of um, trigger uh, to the PTSD. And then the fact that she's back at the exact fucking place
1: where she lost, you know, her, you know, her father or, you know, so it just adds to it. And getting thrown into that lake is like you said, that's turning point. Like that's where they died. Yeah.
0: And that's when it's time to yeah. just fucking
1: at, you just bring waste to everyone
0: that's <laughs> ever hurt them. So, yeah, it's it's yep. a crazy, crazy movie. That's the way it ends. I would imagine at the time in 1983, it was fucking insane. Um, and we get credits on just like that frozen face, uh, for what I believe, right? I'm pretty sure there's nothing after that, right? Yeah,
1: it's just, I mean, how could there be anything after that crazy <laughs> mask face? <laughs> so just shrieking (laughs) dead-eyed into into your soul
0: so as you know i like to do a quick impression of all the movies that i cover on this show and this is a segment i like Mm -hmm. to call quick impressions quick impressions
1: hey no problem gino this dude blows dead dogs just lay it in there eat shit and die ricky Eat shit and live, Bill. And that is a quick impression for Sleep Awake.
0: And as you know, I like to rate these movies by my favorite mustaches. You know, you got the full Fu Manchu recommendation for Hell Yeah. You got the walrus mustache for Pretty Damn Good. You got the horseshoe mustache for Eh, Not Bad. And of course, the Hitler mustache burned this movie in hell. Eddie, what do you give this movie?
1: it's almost not fair to ask me I mean, i'm i 'm going to give it the full fu manchu this is i think it's a really wildly underrated slasher and I, and i fucking love slasher movies yeah. I really do they they're i think i think slasher movies are underrated in horror like everybody's looks at them like they're some some dog shit some just like passive entertainment. I enjoy them. This one, I think, actually is saying some shit, so i got to give it the full Fu Manchu.
0: I completely agree. I give it the full, film, full Manchu recommendation. If you haven't seen this movie, you have to see it, and if you've already seen it before, you should watch it again because there, there are a lot of very important aspects to this movie. Yeah, there are some things that... Could be considered, you know, problematic and things like that. But this was made in 1983. that yeah. so is a it,
1: it's a product of its environment. I mean, for sure. And like I've like I've talked with Bobby and Brody about on my show. Like early on, representation was bad representation, but that's what lays the groundwork for good representation. Yeah, like it it sucks, but here we are. Exactly,
0: and I think this movie is a, a great example of that. And uh and in just the even the just classic slasher aspects of the film beyond
1: those those oh, you yeah. know portions of it it just holds up i mean that's the best part it's- i mean you got so much man ass you yeah, got like <laughs> hot iron up the coochie <laughs> you got fucking stabbed through the back oh my god oh
0: the kills yeah, the Mwah. special effects the mm. fact that it was made in such a pretty tight budget it's it blows my mind that it holds up to this time like it
1: still holds 11 up. 11 million dollars that fucking dude made <sighs> 11 million. Makes it kind of. 50,000. I wish we had it. He I, pays $50,000. <laughs> his mom dies. He gets 300000 He puts all that into it. He gets 11 million. That dude, 83 money. He gets 11 million. Yeah. God bless him. Yeah. He,
0: he fucking just knocked it out of the park. Talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, Eddie, do you have any plugs for the show?
1: Yeah. I mean, if you like horror movies, um, the. First thing I would say is you should go check out the Blood of It's Horror Show. Whoop, so you whoop. got me. You've got... Um, what's her name? Um, Candice. Whatever. You've got Tim Yobo. Uh, Candace, of course. <laughs> Candace is on the show as well, occasionally. And uh, we talk about horror movies all this, the time. I'm fucking around. But uh, you can check us out at bloodybits.com or if you want access to our bonus episodes, which I'm going to drop it on here. We finally got over that first hurdle where I have to actually do two bonus episodes a month. Somebody finally donated the last of the money, so here we are. <laughs> and that's a patreon.com forward slash bloodybits. Uh, Other than that, what I would say is everybody should just, you know, listen to the Mustachioed Podcast. You're listening to it now, but what you should do is go give it a review on iTunes. Um, People (laughs) haven't done that enough.
0: I appreciate that. That's what I would say. And y'all should, you know, yeah, definitely give five stars over to the... The bloody bits, because they—I, I mean, it was awesome to be a part of that show early on, and to see it grow. you know, since I've been on it on that second episode of, of the Howling, and well,
1: and it's—it's
0: mean. it's been awesome, man. I think you do a great job representing that show and bringing on some great guests. And honestly, every episode kind of has its own vibe, which is really awesome. And I, I think I pride myself in in doing something a little bit similar and. You know, there's there's episodes of my show that are incredibly silly, some that are a little more serious, and some that are in the middle. So I definitely yeah. love having yeah. you on, man. So thanks for bringing Sleepaway Camp, because I don't know if I would have thought about bringing this movie on this month. So I appreciate yeah. it.
1: No, I think that's you and I vibe together like that. I think we're on the same wavelength. Yeah, dude. Forward, so, so I get it, man. This
0: worked out well, dude. Well, thanks, Eddie, for showing up, man. And until uh, next time, y'all. I'll check y'all later. Bye.